The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals. Now, well-qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2024 Jeep Wrangler Sport S 4xe for $329 a month for 36 months with $5,549 to its signing. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Spellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over 30000 Includes 7500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in on every platform. Let me know where you are watching from. Let me know where you are watching from. Looks like we're having still some issues with Facebook. And so come on in. Facebook has been doing something weird. Matter of fact, y'all can help me out with that. Go to the support ticket and tell them to unfreeze the Harvest Church and the Bishop Foreman Facebook fan pages. They are doing something um, that uh, is inexplicable and um, and they're just literally freezing us out uh, from our pages. And so our pages are not um, they're not letting them access. And, uh, and so they're freezing them out. So uh, I need you all's help with that. All right. Can I get you to wave your hand if you're going to do that for me? Denver, good to see you. Miss USA from Denver, good to see you. Glad that you're connected. All right. Can I get you to wave at me if you're going to help me out with that? So I am aware of that uh, issue with Facebook. It looks like we're getting that issue on both of the Facebook fan pages. And so I'm aware that we are not there. And uh, I know. All right. So just uh, need your help there. Wave at me. Y'all, y'all let them know. Go to Facebook, go to support, tell them to unfreeze the Bishop Foreman and the, and the Harvest Church fan pages. They continue to say something. They're wanting verification. I have a verified blue check page and uh, we send the information, send it over and over and over again. And they still have not fixed the issue. So I need y'all to help with that. All right. Um, uh, I know. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy um, that that's happening. Good to see you, DC. Uh, come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Like this video. Tell me you're watching from and share Memphis. Good to see you. Wheat Ridge. Warner Robins, Georgia. Let that also be a lesson, too. This is one of the reasons why I've had people through the years say, Bishop, if you just stay on one, you just, just focus on one social network and only stream to that. That way, you know, you can build your numbers up just on that one. And I have always been under the conviction uh, that I should not do that. And I'm so glad that I did that because I focus all my energies on Facebook. They got the power to just make passes. They get to see you. They got the power to just lock you up like that. And so you got 20 something thousand people over there on the Bishop Foreman Facebook and then whatever the Harvest Church and I don't know if it's five, 10, whatever it is, thousand over on that one. And we can't even connect with them, but that's why we got all the other platforms. Come on in, Philly, good to see you. West Denver, South Carolina. Warner Robins, Georgia, North Carolina. Y'all are in here. Come on. Um, Denver, good to see you. Naperville, Illinois. Got to give folks a minute to figure out that Facebook is not going to come up. And then got to let them get on one of the other platforms. Bay Area, California, good to see you. Atlanta, let's go. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Speak to me. Let me know where you are watching from. We gather together every single Monday night to pray for one hour. We call it Commandment Week Prayer because we are literally using the pattern of prayer that Jesus did. We're getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. 
We are literally taking authority. The scripture says over and over again that Jesus would get up early before the sun um, would rise and that he would begin to pray. He took authority before there are things that the day will set in motion. And what we're doing is setting order before the day tries to set something against us. Why? Because in the Bible, a lot of people pray early in the morning. That's good. But in the scripture, a day began the evening prior. If you read Genesis, the Bible says in the evening and the morning were the first day, so on and so forth. So literally right now, even though it is Monday night, biblically speaking, this is Tuesday morning. You got to hear me. There's revelation here. What is the revelation? Is that even when it looks like it's the old thing, a new thing has already begun. Come on, can I get you to just type new in the comments? Even if it looks old, even if it feels old, even if it seems old, you got to hear me. It, it has become new. All right. Come on in, everybody. Again, I am aware for those who come in on the different platforms and face not on Facebook. I need your help. I need you to go to Facebook and click the support tech ticket and tell them to unfreeze our Facebook pages. We literally cannot access them. And we have given them everything that they need. They just messing with us. And I promise you, Mark don't want no smoke. I promise you he's messing with the wrong one. Uh, he's messing with the wrong one. All right. Listen, uh, as you're coming in, uh, I want us to pray. Tonight, we're going we're gonna to hit several things in prayer. We're going to pray for one hour. And I want to encourage many of you because this is the most time that you're going to set. Uh, and it's actually a lion. Um, this is the most time in prayer that you're going to spend all week. So we want to make this time matter. We want to make this time matter. All right. So I encourage you every week, set aside the time in your clock. Um, set it, put it in your alarm, put it in your calendar. Let's make this time matter. We're going to cover several things tonight, but I can tell you that prayer is going to be amazing. All right, let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you. We honor you, sir. We thank you that you're good, you're merciful, you're incredible, you're kind, you're strong, you're powerful. We honor you. And we bless you. You said, God, that we're to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. So, Father, that's exactly what we do. Before we ask you for anything, we want to tell you thank you. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for being good. Thank you for being reliable. Thank you for being consistent. Thank you for being a God that exceeds our expectations. You are the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And we say thank you, Father. We thank you for our ups, for our downs, for left, right, for mountains, for valleys. We thank you for every experience that we are in, every experience that we are around. We thank you, God, uh, for those that are with us. We thank you, God, for those that are not with us. Father, we bless you for all things. You said through the psalmist, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. And for that, God, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, as we bless you tonight in prayer, we pray that you would literally give us what to pray. Father, you told Isaiah that you would give him the tongue of the learned. In other words, you would tell him what he needed to say when he needed to say it. And for that, God, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you would be with us tonight. Before we ask you for anything, we enter your courts with thanks, uh, your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Father, we bless you. Can I get you every platform you're on to release a praise in the comment section? Whatever platform you're on, put a praise in the comment section. Father, we praise you. What does this mean? We speak well of you. What does this mean? We boast in you. What does this mean? We celebrate you because you are good. You are not just our God, but you are good. You are a good, good father. A father means life giver. You're the God that gives us life. You're the God that gives us protection. You're the God that gives us correction. You're the God that gives us direction. You're the God that gives us everything that we need. You're the God that keeps us from fainting. You said, our Father, that uh, uh, do not grow weary in well-doing, well for in due season we would reap if we did not faint. Thank you, God, for keeping us from fainting tonight. 
in the name of Jesus. God, as we're gathered together on these different platforms tonight, God, I pray that you would be with us. Guide and direct our time of prayer. Father, we thank you that we are literally in the third of the uh, fall feast, the Feast of Tabernacles. This is where you will dwell with your people. This represents how your people went from tabernacle to tabernacle, from tent to tent, from temporary to temporary, which means, Father, this is the feast of transition. This is the feast of transition from from one situation to a better situation, from one state to a better state, from one from one thing to a better thing. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that tonight, even in prayer, God, that when we give the invitation for people to come to you, that they would come to you. I pray that tonight, even in prayer, God, that when we give the opportunity for people to uh, extend their lives and create the connection with you, Father, that they would respond to that in the name of Jesus. Father, now we bless you because we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of day. We ask you tonight, God, to forgive us for all of our sin. That means mistakes that we made. Forgive us for everything that we mistook, where we looked at it wrong, and where we did not handle it the right way. Forgive us tonight, God, for all of our iniquity. That's generational sin that we've passed down and around. Forgive us, God, for practicing the curses we were sent to break. Come on, y'all. Forgive us, God, for practicing what we were sent to be the interruption to. Forgive us, God, for practicing what we were sent to be the stop, to be the last one. We declare that over our lives, that we are the curse breakers. And finally, God, we ask you to forgive us tonight for our transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated, God, from what we knew to be right. And we have willfully deviated, God, from what we knew to be truthful for what we knew to do. And we thank you that you forgive us and you cover us with your blood. And since you cover us with your blood, that means when you see us, you do not see us, you see yourself. And your word says, God, you cannot deny yourself. Which means tonight, God, whatever petitions we place before you, we thank you that the answers are yes and amen. I need you to type those words, every platform. Yes and amen. Those are the answers. That's the response that we will have in prayer tonight, God. Yes and amen. 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 And for that tonight, God, we say thank you. Now, we boldly approach the throne of grace. God, we're not coming to you with no punk prayers tonight. God, we're coming to you bold. You said in Proverbs 28, that the righteous are as bold as a lion, which means they go after what they want. And you said in your word, God, that we have not because we ask not, which means, God, there is nothing that we're going to leave off the table tonight. Come on. I need you to type that in the comments. Everything's on the table. There's nothing that we will not leave or that we're going to leave off of the table tonight. Every area of our lives, 360 degrees, full circle, everything pertaining to us tonight. We declare we're going to cover that in prayer tonight, and we expect to see results. We expect to see results, God. There's nothing we're leaving off the table from our faith, from our future, from our family, for our finances. Everything pertaining to us. It's in your word, God. In Psalm 138 and 8, you said that you would perfect those things concerning us. Those things refer to everything. And there is nothing, God, that we're going to leave off the table tonight. We put our minds on the table. We put our soul. That's our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. We put our souls on the table. 
We put our spirits on the table. We put God, uh, even our physical bodies on the table. We put our, our finances on the table. Come on, I need you to let him know that tonight where everything's on the table. There's nothing that's off limits tonight, God. Everything is on the table tonight. And for that, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, y'all, let's come up for air. Drop an amen, whatever platform you're on. Do me a favor. Make sure you like this video. I am aware that we are not on uh, Facebook tonight. It looks like it's working on the Facebook group. We're not on the Facebook pages. I need some of y'all. I already mentioned it once. I'll say it again because some of y'all are trying to figure out where do I go, where do I go. I'm looking at my numbers. They have messed with my numbers. Mark is going to pay me for his for his failures. Zuckerberg, yeah, you can hear me. You're going to pay me for this. Um, Listen, um, we're aware that I need y'all to go to Facebook. They have our fan pages frozen inexplicable there's no reason for it they have our fan pages frozen the harvest search and bishop Foreman fan pages they're frozen so we can't even i can't even get in there to stream on those pages all right so i need your help we can't even like stuff we can't share stuff and uh, and so thank god for a multitude of platforms this is why we do what we do the way that we do it all right listen tonight um one of the things that we're going to cover in prayer is i want to talk about Oh, yes, and he got it, and he's going to pay me a lot. Father, we, you said that the wealth of the wicked is later for the just. Let's go, y'all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I call forth two things tonight as we begin prayer. I call forth two, two things tonight as we begin prayer. Number one, Father, I call forth recompense. Recompense, God, is when you repay us for pain. It's when you repay us for suffering. It's when you repay us, God, for things that we've had to deal with, for things that we've had to encounter, for things that we've had to go through. We call for the recompense. You said two things are yours, vengeance and recompense. The second thing we call for tonight, God, is vengeance. Come on, y'all. We call forth vengeance. This means that you will handle whoever has been causing harm for us. You will handle whatever has been causing issues for us that you would deal with it tonight. We call forth both vengeance and recompense tonight in the name of Jesus. And that is according to Deuteronomy 32 and 35. Father, we call forth vengeance and recompense. Can I get you to type that in the comments? Both. Father, anyone that has come against us to stop us, to block us, to frustrate us, to interfere with us, to start mess with us, that owes us, that ain't trying to pay us, that's trying to do us dirty, trying to do us wrong. Father, we say vengeance is yours. Father, we watch, we, we let it go. I need you to type that in the comments. We let it go. And we ask you to get vengeance, God. And you... When you get vengeance, you will do far beyond what it is that we can think. You will do far beyond what it is that we can even imagine. Father, we call for vengeance and recompense, God. Not just handle them, but pay us. Not just handle them, but pay us, God. And we call for that the earth would yield the damages that are due us. For pain, for suffering, for lost energy, for lost focus, oh my God, for lost emotional capacity, um, for lost business productivity, for loss of moving our vision forward because we were fooling and dealing with them. We call for vengeance and recompense tonight in Jesus' name. I need you to put a preemptive phrase in the comments right there. Deuteronomy 32:35. And he knows every person he needs to get vengeance on. You ain't got to give him unless he knows. Every person, every person, every noun, every person, place, thing, or idea, we call for the vengeance. God, handle it. And we pray, Lord, that you would handle it quickly. 
that you would handle it quickly. I pray, God, even concerning this, that within the next 24 hours, Father, that we would see your vengeance working. And not so we can celebrate, uh, not so that we can say, look, you shouldn't have messed with me. No, so that we see that your word works. Oh, my God. Father, we need to know that your word works. We need to know that if you said it, that we can believe it and that will settle it. We need to see it happen and we need to see it happen quickly. Come on, I need you to prophesy that over yourself. Say within 24 hours, within 24 hours, within 24 hours, and Father, we call forth recompense. This means that we don't just get what was lost, that we don't just get what's due us, that we don't just get what's owed us. It means we get something on top of it. In Jesus' name, I command every settlement in the name of Jesus, that is due you, I pray that it would exceed what you wanted. Every organization that owes you money, every government, there's five of you on prayer tonight where you think that you owe your state, but your state owes you. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. I pray that the right person would get your paperwork in the office and they would see that it is in fact the state that owes you. It is not you that owes the state. Father, we need to see your word work. We need to see your word work. And you, sir, you told us to put us in remembrance. You said, Lord, put you in remembrance of your word. You told us, God, Isaiah 43, 26, put us, put you in remembrance. And we are to plead our cases to you. We go to a court that is above the court of man. We go to a court that is above the court of public opinion. We go to a court that is above the court of dealing with individuals. We go to a court, Father, that is the court of heaven. And you said, God, that we should put you in remembrance of what you said. Therefore, prayer is our adjudication in the spirit. It is our way to try our case with you. And Father, we stand before you demanding vengeance and recompense. Your word says in Luke 18 and 1, Father, that that woman, she prayed. And as she prayed, and as she was persistent, that even the unjust judge gave her what she asked for. And Father, you are not an unjust God. You are not an unjust judge. You are the God that hears us. You are the God that responds. You are the God that hears us. You are the God that responds. You are our judge. Come on here, y'all. You are our judge. You are our judge. You are our judge. And we ask that you would rule in our favor. This is Isaiah 33 and 22. There it is, 22. Anytime we see a two in the scripture, that means we're about to witness something. You are our judge. So therefore, we demand vengeance. And we demand recompense, God. Let us see your word work. Let us see your word work. Come on, prayer. I need you to go in with me. Let us see your word work. Let us see your word work. Let us see it and let it blow our mind. Let us see it and let us say that our God is not slack concerning his promise. That our God is not slack. He's a God that hears. He's a God that responds. He's a God that hears. He's a God that responds. That his ear is not deaf to us. That his hand is not slack concerning us, Father. You made it clear that you would be our Jehovah Sabaoth. That is the Lord that fights for us. Father, we need you to fight for us. Come on, y'all. Please type it in the comments. We need you to fight for us. Father, there's those that are in prayer tonight, Father, where their fight, they're about ready to tap out. Father, we need you to now tap in and fight for us, handle it for us. You did it over and over again for your people in the scripture. In 2 Chronicles 20 
when they fasted and they prayed and they prayed, you sent ambushes against their enemies. You fought for them. And if you're no respecter of persons, you are the God that will fight for us. Come on, y'all. I need you to put that in the comments. Fight for us, God. Fight for us. God, fight for us. Fight for us. Fight for us. Father, and when you fight for us, let us see it and we will give you the glory. When you fight for us, we won't take it for ourselves. We will give it to you. When you fight for us, we will not say it was us. We will say that it was you. When you fight for us, we will not get big-headed or arrogant or prideful. We will know that our help came from the Lord. We will know that our help came from you. And for this, we say thank you. Fight for us. If you have a business, put your business name. God, fight for our businesses tonight. God, fight for our families tonight, God. We believe in a supernatural God. If all we're going to have is natural and no super, Father, then this is just like any other belief system. But it's not. You are a supernatural God. You're the God that can take what did not work on Monday and make it work on Tuesday. You're the God that can take what was not productive last week and make it productive this week. You're the God that says you have the heart of kings, oh my God, in your hand. You have the heart of kings in your hand. And you can turn it any which way that you want to. That's Proverbs 21 and 1, which means that you can shift anybody's emotions. We tell you to shift them to favor us. You can shift anybody's feelings. We pray that you shift them to favor us. You can shift anybody's view. We pray that you shift their view to favor us. You can shift anybody's thought process, shift it to favor us. Father, I pray that we be anointed like Stephen. Stephen, the Bible says that they could not resist his words. I pray, God, that we would be irresistible. Come on, y'all. That when they see our names, they can't resist our requests. That then when they see our business names, they cannot uh, 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 resist our request. Father, in the name of Jesus. Come on, I need you to speak that. that acts, that's Acts 6 and 10. Come on, when we pray, I give you scripture. That's Acts 6 and 10. Father, make us irresistible. Father, whatever request we make, don't let them resist it. Whatever uh, requests that we lay out, don't let them resist it. Father, let us have that type of grace now in Jesus' name. We pray for every person going for uh, something to be approved. Make their name irresistible. Make their business name irresistible. Make their requests irresistible. Let them see what they've sown for. God, let us see what we've sown for and possess what we've prayed for. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, all of this stems from Deuteronomy 32, 35. Father, we call for vengeance and recompense now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let's come over here. Everybody type an amen right there. Listen, you all, uh, again, if you're just coming in, do me a favor, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share. I really need you to share tonight. Like I've never needed to say before because we are not on Facebook. As I said, and I'll say it a third time, um, I'll keep saying it until they fix it. They have locked us out of our fan pages for inexplicably for no reason. We've given them everything they've asked for. There's no more we can give them. They said send the ID. They said send this. They said we can send them everything you send. And they still have us locked out. Um, listen, I, I want to pray about that. Oh my God, I want to pray about that. The Apostle Paul says something um, that I want us, I want us to, I want us to, uh, I want us to hit in prayer. Uh, because sometimes you gotta hear this. Uh, sometimes the issue is that the, the only thing left that the enemy has to use against you, hey Fort Wayne, hey Jacksonville, 
where y'all at? Talk to me, talk to me. And you can share the YouTube on your Facebook, so you can share it over there. Hey, Decatur, um, that's ATL. So let me say this. Um, somebody said it right. Every delay is to our benefit. Um, sometimes the only thing the enemy has left to use against you, look at me, is you fainting. Bible says, Bible says, and two things you're gonna have, you're gonna see me to have you to do in prayer. Number one is uh, right, locked out. They got us frozen, so we can't. We can log in, but the, the accounts of the pages are frozen. The Facebook group looks like it's working. It's a green check, but the other ones they have, they still have us frozen. They've had us frozen since last Wednesday night. Listen, so um, but thank God for other platforms. But this is why I always say. Do not rely on social media. Um, if you don't have our app, please get our app. That's the best way to stay connected to Harvest. Do not rely on social media. Y'all remember last year, Mark got a little attitude and he shut down Facebook and Instagram for a whole day. Y'all remember that? Um, that's too much power for one human being to have. Really, social media has become like a public utility in many ways in that it is so integrated in everything that we do. If they mess with it, they're messing with the flow and function of your life. Literally, less than a third of what normally would watch me from this camera right here is on right now on the prayer. A third, a third of what would normally be live because they're like, what's going on? I guess Bishop ain't going live. All right. So please do not rely on social media to stay connected. Um, listen, so sometimes here's the deal. The door is open. Paul, the Apostle Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 16 and 9. We're going to cover this in prayer. He says, a great and effective door has opened for me. A great and effective door has opened for me. A great and effective door, pay attention to the word, has opened. In other words, it's already open. Watch me. He says, but there are many adversaries that oppose me. In other words, this opportunity is already open. My challenge now is these adversaries that are trying to keep me from walking through the door. And sometimes the only thing the enemy has left, the only thing the enemy has left to use against you is you fainting so you never go through the door. You fainting. How many of you wave at me right now if, if you have some areas of your life? Some areas you may feel very strong. There may be other areas of your life where you're like, I'm not, I'm about, Lord, I feel like fainting. Wave at me if that's you. If that's not you, don't wave at me. But if there's some areas where you're like, come on now. Come on now. And it's crazy because you can have these conflicting emotions. Like you can feel so strong at the same time, feel so weak. You can feel so hopeful at the same time, feel so hopeless. You can feel so on fire and at the same time feel like everything is literally on fire. You can feel so full of expectation and at the same time, uh, your expectation be so low. You can have all of these things going on at one time. And I need you to hear me. That, that often means that, that you are far closer um, than you imagine. Um, and we walk by faith, not by sight. The adversaries, things trying to stop you from walking through the door, you got to hear me, are often the things that are your indication that like the enemy ain't got nothing else. There's nothing else he can use. So the only thing he's banking on is you fainting. The only thing he's banking on is I hope she gives up. I hope he quits. I was thinking today, I had a, I had a, I had an opportunity to really do some, 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 some good self-reflection and self-correction today and i was thinking about some of my some of my biggest um moves in business or ministry or whatever it, it has been and can i be honest with you honestly the the number one reason certain things did not happen can, can, can we have an honest conversation wave at me wave at me if i can be honest with you let's have an honest conversation we're about to cover this in prayer the number one reason there were certain areas 
that I maybe did not pursue, overtake, take over. Y'all know me. If you've been with me for any moment, you know I am an aggressive kingdom authority man. Like we were sent to rule, reign, conquer, and subdue. The only reason certain areas never produced what I wanted to do, wanted to, you ready for this? Is because I fainted. Y'all ain't talking to me tonight. The number one reason is because I fainted. I I would say, you know what? I ain't gonna worry about that no more. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. I'd be like, I ain't gonna fight that no more. I ain't gonna do that no more. And, and what would be crazy, there would be areas where I had everything lined up. I had everything lined up. I'll, I'll even tell you this. I remember there was one time I, I was I was starting a new uh, portfolio business, um, something that would be in my portfolio. And uh, and I would stand it up and then hand it off for somebody to manage it. And I would just, you know, do what I do. And as I was doing this, I everything was done. Y'all listen to me. Everything was done. Um, I, I, I had the, uh, the office location. I had all of the financing that needed to be in place to factor the invoices was done. Staffing was done. The Lord even had somebody call me before I even officially started the business that needed the service that that business provided. And in doing all of that, I, there were so many different things going on. Watch what I said. And this is about to be somebody's answer. There were so many different things going on. I said, well, you know what? I'm not going to do that. You got to hear me. I need you to realize there is so much in you that you are going to have to get used to juggling. And watch me. And you're not going to drop any of the balls. Y'all better talk to me. Come on. I just need you to type this on the screen. I won't drop anything. We're about to cover this in prayer. You only fail when you faint. And for some of you, the only thing the enemy has got on you now is that you feel like fainting in some areas. But I need you to type it on the screen. I need you to release that on the screen. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Say this. I won't drop anything. I won't drop anything. The, look, listen, listen to how crazy this was. All right. The only place I was concerned about dropping something was in my mind. Because the business had customers because the Lord supernaturally sent them. It was, it was just going to be another, another one of my portfolio businesses. The business had customers. I didn't even seek them out. They called us. Y'all better hear me. Father, in Jesus' name, we believe, according to 1 Corinthians 16 and 9, that you have already opened great doors. Doors represent opportunity. Doors represent uh, uh, different dimensions of life from one room to the next room doors represent advancement father you have already opened doors the only thing at the door are the adversaries that are trying to keep us from walking through the door and the number one adversary is that we faint what does it mean to faint it means that we give up because of little strength but i pray tonight in the name of jesus that we would not faint, mm. that we would not faint. Come on, y'all. That we would not faint, that we would not faint, that we would not faint, that we would not faint. We have brought, we have come too far to abort now. We have brought it to term mm. and we will not faint. We have brought it to delivery and we will not faint. I speak God right now in the name of Jesus that what areas we feel like fainting, 
but areas we feel like we are weak, I speak, God, that you'd help us see it a different way. Because the only place where it seems overwhelming is in our mind. The only place where it seems impossible is in our mind. This is why I declare tonight we speak that we have the mind of Christ that we would think like you, Lord, that we would see it like you, that we would speak about it like you. This is why you said in Joel 3, that the weak say I am strong. They were weak, but you told them to say they were strong. Father, we are real with you. You said they that worship you must worship you in spirit and truth. We are real with you tonight, God, to tell you there's some areas where we may have felt like fainting, but we declare we are strong. We declare we are well able. We declare that we won't drop anything. We declare that we won't lose anything. We declare that we would suffer no regression, but that we would only make progress. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, you all. Just type this on the screen. I won't faint. I won't faint. I won't faint. I won't faint. You only fail when you faint. You only fail when you faint. You only fail when you faint. And for many, that's the last adversary he's got. Because I just hope they quit. I just hope they quit. I just hope they give up. I just hope they don't do it. I just hope they tell themselves it's too much. I, whoever said that today, I rebuke your words. Wave at me if you said that today. This is too much. I rebuke your words right now. And I curse those words that you would not see fruit of those words manifesting. Wave at me if you said that today. Because we're going we gonna, to, what do you mean you curse those words, Bishop? A curse means empower to fail. That means, watch me. We're going we're gonna to make sure that those words, that those words don't produce anything, that those words don't produce. I see hands over here. I see hands over here. I see hands over here. That those words don't produce anything. It ain't too much. It's not enough. It ain't too much. It's not enough. Rotoshiki, I'm not enough. It's not too much. It's not enough. You ask God to use you. He's going to use you. I see you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I already know. I already know. It is not too much. It is not overwhelming. It is not overwhelming. It is not. But basically, it feels that way. Let the weak say I am strong. Let's go here in prayer. Guys, if you just come in, do me a favor, share. Again, I know we're not on Facebook. Um, they've got us locked out of our fan pages and, and uh, frozen out of our fan pages. So I need you all after prayer. Uh, I'm going to give you some homework to go complain to Facebook and say, unfreeze these pages. Because it's about to be some Okay? All right, listen. Um, listen, I will for where Menlo Park, wherever they at. I'll catch a plane tomorrow. I'll do Wednesday night live online. <laughs> I catch a plane, right? Um, so listen, Joel says, let the weak say I am strong. Y'all was telling them to prepare for a battle. And as he was telling them to prepare for a battle, he said, I, you're gonna even get the weak people. And you, the weak folks are going to need to declare that they are strong. Now, I want you to listen very carefully because here's what we're good at. We are good at speaking what we see. But faith, we walk by faith, not by sight. We are good. We are good at speaking what we sense, what we sense, what we sense. We're good at that. We are good at speaking what we are certain about. How many would agree that we're good at those things? We're good at speaking what we sense. We're good at speaking what we see. We're good at speaking what we're certain about. How many would you agree with that? But this all this month at Harvest, we've been in this series called By Faith. And the Bible says that we walk by faith, not by sight. Sight there means what we sense. 
what we uh, 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 what we're certain about, what we see. We're good at that. But the scripture says, I need you. Let the weak say I am strong, which means the fact is the fact is that there's an area you feel weak. There's something. OK, let's let's take it beyond weakness. That's my ring in the table. Um, there's an area that looks a mess. That may be a fact. But he said, I need you to speak that you are strong, period. Okay? You're not lying. You're prophesying. I need you to be your own personal prophet tonight in prayer. You're going to say what you want to see, not what you see. I'm going to say it again. You're going to say what you want to see, not what you currently see. Okay? I don't need you speaking what you see, what you sense, what you're certain about. I need you to call things that be not as though they were. I need you to speak faith tonight. So we're going to pray it, and then you're going to just start dropping it in the comments. You're going to pray it, you're going to start dropping it in the comments, and we're going to cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we, we thank you that we are faith people. We walk by faith, not by sight. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen, which means faith is what's not seen. Faith sees what nobody else sees and makes it to something that everybody sees. Father, faith has a language to it. 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 So tonight, God, we speak the language of faith. The language of faith is a language that calls things that be not as though they were. That's what you said Abraham did. The language of faith says something different than what it sees, says something different than what it senses, says something different than what it's certain about. So in Jesus' name, Father, we release, watch me, the faith language. It is a prophetic language. We're our own personal prophets right now. In the comment section, God, I cover every single word of faith that is being spoken. I cover every single Joel 10 that's being spoken in the name of Jesus. And Father, we speak it with authority. We don't speak it in weakness. We don't speak it with timidity. We speak it with authority right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I, we are specific. You said you dealt with their weakness. You said these people don't feel like warriors. So let the weak ones say that they're the strong ones. Let the weak ones say that they are the strong ones. Father, faith has a language. So we use our language. Come on. We speak right now that Facebook is going to unfreeze this Harvest Church and this Bishop Foreman account within the next 24 hours so we can access our fan pages in Jesus' name. Come on. We speak with faith right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would provide all things that are necessary for the continued growth and expansion of harvest quickly. We thank you, Father, that all things are working together for our good. Faith has a language. Father, you told me to believe you for somebody to sow a million dollars in the harvest. So, Father, I release my faith. Thank you for the million-dollar giver that has sold $1 million into harvest in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, that we've received the money. I thank you, God, that we've deposited the money. See how faith works? I thank you, God, that we've begun to use the money to expand and change lives. I thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. I thank you. Right now, let the weak say, 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 let the weak say. You're going to have to say something that you want to see. I cover every single request 
right now in the name of Jesus. We speak the language of faith. We don't talk like everybody else. God, when we're about to say something we're certain about that's negative, shut us up, silence us. Do like you did with Zachariah. Don't let us even get it out of our mouths. Father, we pray that when we're getting ready to say something negative that we sense, that we see or we're certain about, that you would silence us, shut us up. Holy Ghost, we give you permission to close our mouths, put a leash on our tongues. You said, God, that the, that the tongue, it's an unruly thing. It's an unruly thing, and it can cause great things to happen. Your word says, Proverbs 18, 21, light and death are in the power of the tongue. So, Father, we use our tongues to produce life. We use our tongues to produce faith. We use our tongues to produce favor. We use our tongues to produce what we want to see. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody. Let's come up. Let's come up for air. Drop an amen right there. Drop an amen right there. Whatever platform you're on. Again, do me a favor. I really need you to share tonight. Why? Because um, it's my fourth or fifth time into there. We're locked out of our, um, and to be more specific, we're frozen out of, because we can, we can log in. We're frozen out of the Bishop Foreman fan page, the Harvest Church Facebook page. We're frozen out of that. And so we cannot stream to that right now. All right. I, listen, here's, here's this deal with faith. Here's this deal with faith. Come on, y'all better put it up. Come on, put that put that faith out there. And then once you release, once you type it in the screen, put a praise behind it. Put a praise behind it. Put a praise behind it. Come on, I cover every single one of these things. I cover every single one of these requests. Every single one. Put a praise behind it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right. Now let's go here. Um, we are in, and this is what's going to be crazy as we, this is the last part we're going to cover in prayer. This last part we're going to cover in prayer. Again, I want to stress to you, if you don't have the app, text the word Harvest at 877-552-4746. Do not depend on social media to stay connected. Um, again, the truth is it is way too much power for a social network to have to just decide they're going to freeze somebody's account just because they want to for no, no, no reason. That is way too much power to have. Um, but they just turn you off and say, nope, you can't talk to them all. That's way too much power to have. Uh, they sure took that money, though. They take that money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Listen. So one of the things that um, that I want us to to cover is we are in a spiritual, a new spiritual year, the year fifty seven eighty three. Um, the year the spiritual year changes over. The Bible is not based off of the Gregorian calendar, January through December. It's based off of the biblical calendar, the Hebrew calendar, and the year just changed. It rosters in our Feast of Trumpets, which is September 25th. All right, so we are um, two weeks, right, two, right, we're two weeks in to a new spiritual year, and we're in what's called the Fall Feast. Can I get a few to type that in the comments? The Fall Feast. The Fall Feasts are significant time. There's four feasts in the spring, three in the fall. Um, the feast literally represented a time where heaven sets an appointment with you. Heaven sets an appointment with you. A lot of what's going on in your life, I want us to cover this in prayer. You don't even recognize it's God. Literally, you don't even recognize it's God. Don't let the frustration make you miss the divine. You don't even realize this is God. Literally, you're in a time, people talk about the open heaven, open heaven, open heaven. The feasts are the open heaven times. Okay, The feasts are the open heaven times. Spring feast, fall feast. What does that mean? It is it is this portal that God creates with us in the earth. And this is why we honor the feast. The Bible says they're to be honored forever and ever and ever and ever. What does forever mean in Hebrew? Forever. What does spring mean forever? 
uh, and, or what does uh, forever mean in, in Greek? Forever. Check this out. Um, do not miss the divine because you're dealing with disappointment. All of this, everything happening in your life right now is God. Come on. Can I get you to type it on the screen? This is God. If it's frustrating you, it's God. If it makes you want to holler, it's God. Today, while I, while I was working out, I literally began changing my mindset about that. And I said, okay, God, this is all you. So, okay. And he said these words. He says, well, son, if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. So some of how God's showing up in your life, you ready for me, prayer? Is he showing up through a challenge? Father, don't let us miss you. Don't let us miss you because you're showing up as a challenge. Don't let us miss you because you're showing up as something that frustrates us. Don't let us miss you because you're showing up. And if it doesn't challenge us, it doesn't change us. Everything happening right now, this ain't even the devil. Mm. This is not the enemy. This is a feast time, which means Satan's been locked out. Mm. Satan has been locked out. He can't even touch us. He can't even touch us. Everything happening. This is God. All right. Now, here we go. Um, so during the feast, it, it was literally like an appointment that God sets with us. Um, Sunday, yesterday, we started the last of the fall feast, which is known as the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of what's it called? Tabernacles. Um, now, what's amazing about the Feast of Tabernacles is the last of the fall feast, and, and it means a few things. First, first, it deals with temporary all right. Um, the Feast of Tabernacles deals with when the children of Israel had to go from place to place. Um, they, they were never settled and they needed faith to get them between the in-between. They needed faith. Um, you need more faith on the road than you do when you get to your destination. Let me sit back and say it another way to make sure everybody gets it. You need faith for the transitions more than you need for the destination. Am I talking to anybody? What do you do when areas of your life are not settled? Areas of your life are not permanent. Areas of your life are not locked down. Areas of your life are not settled. I look at even uh, here in Denver, how we transitioned uh, from the jewel location that we've been out for years and we were, we're, we're looking for, you know, what we want to, what we want to acquire here in the area. And so we did this temporary location just, just in the interim. And I'm looking at it like, God, this is so different. I was like, this is different because harvest, we have a level of excellence and we have a level of standing out there. And, and I said, Lord, this is all different. This is temporary. He said, I'm going to teach you something. You're going to need more faith in this temporary spot than you do in a permanent one. Y'all better talk to me. All right. What do you do when you have all of these things going on? What do you do when you're in between cities? You're transitioning somewhere. You're in between jobs. You're in between breakthroughs. You're in between miracles. You are, watch me. You're in between emotional highs. All right. So the Feast of Tabernacles deals with them going from place to place. And I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. Um, in, in this, come on. There you go. Come, Mary's got the thing. You need more faith in transition than you do in the destination. You do. Um, so listen. In this, the Feast of Tabernacles, it represents this. That even though they were in transition. And this was yesterday's message. If you missed it, go watch it. It was called Transitory Faith. Even though they were in transition, watch the Feast of Tabernacles. God says, but I will be with you. I will tabernacle with you. I will, my presence will be with you. 
which means everything around you may be changing, but I'm with you. Where do you learn to trust God when everything around you can't be trusted? Father, we pray that in the midst of transition, in the midst of temporary, in the midst of, of, of tabernacle to tabernacle, Father, we thank you that you are teaching us to trust you. And I pray tonight, God, that our trust would literally, God, be solid, that you would lock that into us. We learn to trust you when we're dealing with a lot of temporary. We learn to trust you when we're dealing with a lot of transition. We learn to trust you when we're dealing with a lot of stuff that looks terrifying. We learn to trust you when we're dealing with a lot of things that are beginning to create what feels like everything is falling apart. It is not falling apart. You are teaching us to trust you. You said, Father, over and over again in your word, if you believe, if you believe, if you believe, what is belief? Trust. We tell you tonight, God, in prayer, we trust you. We trust your judgment. That means we, we say, God, whatever decision you want to make, we're good with it. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We trust your will. We say tonight, God, not our will. Your will be done. Your will be done. We are good with it. Whatever your will is for our life, we will not fight you. We will not resist you. We will not try to convince you it should be something else. We tell you, God, we are good with it. Come on, everybody, every platform. We are good with it, God. We are good with it, God. We are good with it, God. We are good with it. We trust your nose. Mm. God, we trust the things that you say no to. We trust the things that you say no to. We trust the things that you say no to. We trust the things that you say no. I'm shutting that down. We trust the things that you say I'm not having that. We trust the people, oh my God, that you say no longer belong in our lives. Oh my God. We trust you with who needs to be around us. We trust you with who we need to confide in. We trust you with who needs to be a person that we look to as a, in our circle. We trust you, God. And we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that we're good with your decision. Come on, y'all. This is trust. Trust means I'm good with your decision. Trust is not just a feeling. Trust is the decision that I'm good with your decision. We trust you tonight in the name of Jesus. We trust your yeses. Even when we feel like, how is this going to happen? We don't know how. That, that's not our responsibility. We trust your yes. So if you say yes, if you say do it, then we got it. We trust your yes. We're good with it. We're good with it. We'll figure it out as we're going. You said Abraham, Abraham went to a place and he did not know where he was going. Why? He trusted you. He trusted you. He simply said, okay, I'm good with it. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to be upset with you. Father, we trust you. You ready for this? When you correct us. We trust you when you, okay, you ready? When you discipline us, we trust you. When you father say that was wrong, we trust you when the Holy Ghost says, go fix that. Go apologize. There's some of you tonight 
I hear the Lord loud and clear. He says, there's some apologies that you need to release. Your pride has been fighting him because you've been trying to justify in your head. There's some of you tonight that are on here right now. But there's an apology you need to get sent out tonight. Tonight. Before you go, don't do it tomorrow. Your obedience to do it today is going to get you your breakthrough tomorrow. Your obedience to do it today is, is what's going to get you your breakthrough tomorrow. Literally. It, Hezekiah was told, you're going to die. The Lord made it clear. It wasn't until Hezekiah apologized that God said, fine, we'll give you 15 more years. For some of you, bad news is going to shift when you stop being so arrogant. Oh, God. For some of you, bad news is going to shift. For some of you, stuff that looks like it's at the height and the zenith of what it can be, it will change when you change. In Jesus' name. God, we say we trust your discipline. We trust your correction. We trust you. We trust. We trust you. We are good with your decisions for us. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody put an amen every platform that you're on. Everybody put a amen every platform you're on. All right, listen. Last part of where we got to go. So about two weeks ago, two weeks in a day, we entered into the new spiritual year 5783. We're about to, we're about to wrap up. Again, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share it. I know we're not on our Facebook fan pages. I need y'all, after we get off of here, to go to Facebook support and tell them to unblock facebook.com forward slash Bishop Foreman, facebook.com forward slash It's Harvest Church. Unfreeze our pages before if, if, if one more uh, network try to stop me, it's going to be a whole lot of harvesters in the lobby. You don't want no problems. You want no problems with me. Okay? You don't. All right? Um... So this is not a regular new spiritual year. This is not a regular spiritual year. This is what's called a jubilee year, a jubilee year. And a jubilee year, I've talked to you the last few messages in our series, how to win no matter what you're in. A jubilee year has three different meanings, three different meanings. Number one, it means um, celebration, which means there are going to be wins. And, and here's what the Lord said to me today, because I pray about what we pray about. He says, um, um, tell them that the winds won't remove, watch me, the fact that there will be warfare. Okay? You're going to win, but that's not, but watch me, a jubilee year doesn't mean there's not going to be warfare. So what we're going to cover in prayer is that you don't let warfare weary you so you don't get to your win. Because for some of you, here's what messes you up and why you start not trusting him. It's because you have a misguided expectation. It's misguided. You think that there's not going to be any warfare. Well, well, nobody said that. Hey, Longview, Texas. Nobody said that. You have this misguided expectation. It's a year of Jubilee. Everything's going to be great. No problems. My first day of the year of Jubilee was like, <laughs> I was like, this day is a mess. Y'all ready? <laughs> okay. Um, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that warfare would not weary us from a whim. Let us properly set our expectations so that we do not lose our trust in you because we expected something you never promised. We expected something you never said. Don't get quiet on me in these comments. You, we expected something that was not an appropriate expectation. Father, you said in this world you will have trouble, but take heart because you've overcome the world. Father, I pray that as we are in the midst of celebration, 
And in the midst of wins, number one, God, I pray that we don't have misguided expectations. Number two, God, I pray that we don't miss the small wins because we're in pursuit of the big ones. Father, I pray that we don't miss the win that we're still here. I pray that we don't miss the win that we're still pursuing. I pray that we don't miss the win that we're not as impatient as we used to be. Come on. Father, we've been winning. Can you type some little wins that you can testify about? Come on. I saw somebody over here say testimony time. Can you type a few of the little wins you can testify about? Some of the little ones. Listen, we, watch me. You, you don't get as angry as you used to. That's a win. That's a win. You don't get as emotional as you used to. That's a win. Do not miss the little wins because you're in pursuit of the big ones. And don't let the warfare weary you. Uh, you're going to win. Now, you may have to call them 400 times, but you're going to win. You may have to go look at 400 buildings to get the one that's for you. 400 houses to get the right one. But you will win. But you will win. Come on, let me call it out. Be and heal. Come on, y'all type some of those. Not staying stuck like Chuck. Come on, put some of those not yelling nearly as much. Come on, controlling your anger. Son has a full ride to college, not depressed. Come on, gift cards in the mail. Tell myself every delay is to my benefit. Becoming less passive. Oh my God, come on here. I don't show a certain finger while scratching my eyeball anymore. Come on, you better testify. You better testify. I have a car to drive, a job. Come on, all right? I'm humble more. I'm in my right mind. Not, you better testify. Not going back to my ex. Received grant funding. All right. Full ride for Bible college. Communicating my feelings better. Being productive instead of procrastinating. All right. Look at me. Sometimes you need to just take them. When you feel weary, you need to start adding up the other wins. And you need to start adding up the other wins. Because there's lots of other wins that are there, right? There's a second thing in a year jubilee. Emancipation. This means freedom from restriction. Freedom from restriction doesn't mean that there's not going to be a fight with what oppresses you. Do you hear me? Freedom, when you think of emancipation, often in America, we think of what's known as the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed those that were enslaved. They were not slaves, they were enslaved. And in that, um, there was a fight for that. That wasn't given easily. That wasn't, in fact, the total promise has still not even been fulfilled in America. Um, it's a piece of legislation that was, or, or a, a, an order that has never been fulfilled um, that was then subsequently backed up by legislation. Um, there was a fight for that. Look at me, look at me. To be emancipated, freedom from restriction, it doesn't mean things aren't gonna still try to restrict you. You gotta hear me? but you will be free from restrictions. Father, I pray tonight that we do not let what we feel like is restricting us, that we don't let it continue to fight to not be restricted, to not be restricted. And finally, for the sake of time, um, Father, it is restoration. Restoration is we can give us something back better than it was before. Father, for you to give it back better than it was before, that means for a time, it'll look like we don't have it. For a time, it'll look like it's not there. For a time, it'll look, we, we may even learn to live without it. But Father, this year of Jubilee, it means emancipation, restoration, and celebration. So Father, we thank you for those things. And we speak those things over these next 12 months of our lives. This is our Jubilee. This is our Jubilee. In Jesus' name.
Listen, um, last two things I want to do tonight because we're out of time in prayer. Again, if you did not share, I'm going to ask you again. I'm going to ask you to please make sure when you get off tonight and go to Facebook, go to the support page and send them a message and tell them to unfreeze the Bishop Foreman fan page and the It's Harvest Church fan page um, on Facebook. They got us frozen and this is not acceptable. All right. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three. I want you to do the hand of emoji or says me, whatever platform you're on, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If that's you tonight, and that was an hour already, I know, right? If that's you tonight, I want you to simply do that hand of emoji, say it's me, or say it's me, whatever platform you're on. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. Don't miss your moment. If you're like, well, this is the moment I think, thinking isn't knowing. I need you to be sure. One, two, three. If that's you, I want you to respond right now, wherever you're at. If that's you, do that hand of emoji, say it's me. While people are responding, I want us to sow into prayer tonight. If prayer bless you, I want you to sow into prayer tonight. And here's the seed we're going to sow. It's right there from Joel 3 and 10. I want us to sow a $31 seed tonight. That's it. And we're going to call that Joel 3 and 10. And you're going to call this your speak it seed, your speak it seed. That's what we're going to call this seed. Since the month of May at Harvest, the Lord has had me to do this. It was something I never did before. And to be honest, I'm like, okay, God, every time he said, yes, he said, I'm going to release wealth into the people that are connected to harvest. And to do that, I'm going to need their seed game to increase. When their seed game increases, then that means their reaping game is going to increase. I give seed to the sower. So that's what we're going to do. How can you sow that? You can use the dollar sign, uh, cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Home with the number two at the end. PayPal, Vidmo, Zelle, Givelify. That is available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Or you can use text to give if you are already connected to the harvest or our app and give right through our website. All right. So while people are still responding to, to the decision, I see hands or people are still responding to give their lives to the Lord. I want you to do that because we're, we're moving. We're tight on time. So that's why I'm doing it this way tonight. That's why I'm doing it this way tonight. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. I'm going to count down from five to give you one final opportunity to respond tonight. Don't miss your moment. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame, no pressure. But just know. Bishop, why do I have to do it publicly? Can I just, I don't, want to, I don't want to type in the comment. I don't like chat no more. The Bible says that if you deny him publicly, he'd do the same. I don't know about you, but there's nothing to be ashamed about. Jesus is the best thing that could ever happen to you. And for those of you that even feel like, well, I don't feel like I should be recommitting myself. I done done this a million times. Then do it a million and one. Do it a million and one. There's no shame um, in giving your life to the Lord. All right. Every, um, let me count you down from five. Five, four, three, two. One, if that's you, do that hand with him, just say it's me. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. I see you. I got you. Give me the, gra give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, give me the grace to get back up again. In Jesus' name, amen. First of all, can we celebrate all the hands that were lifted on the different platforms tonight? Secondly, I want to say this to you. If you just prayed that prayer, it's just that simple. You know what happens for some people with Christianity? They make it so hard. It is not hard. It is simple. But you pray that prayer, the Bible says you are now born again. If you are far from him, you're reconnected to him. It's like uh, your power getting cut off and your power getting cut back on. Your power just, chick, chick, just got cut back on. And I want you to text the word decision to 877 877- 
552-4746. It's right there on the screen here. Kind of get a few of you to put that in every platform, uh, the two Instagram platforms over here. Hopefully, um, in Jesus' name, that uh, tomorrow night as we've prayed, that they'll have our pages unfrozen and some prayer will replay tomorrow night. That's another reason we do the replays. A lot of people get saved on the replays. In fact, even yesterday, when the replays go at five and seven, some people say, oh, why not just do it on demand? People get saved at that five and that seven o'clock replay. It's amazing, all right? Um, shoot that text, text decision at 877-552-4746. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Again, get your seat in the ground. I call this your speak it seed, Job 31, or excuse me, Job 3110, $31. You can do more than that. You want to do 310, you can do that. 3100, you can do that. But let's get everybody so as close as we can to that seed tonight. It's called your speak it seed. Where is it set in the Bible, Bishop? First Samuel chapter nine, among several other places, is that when they received the word, they sealed that word with a seed to Samuel. First Samuel chapter nine, you can read it for yourself, but it's all throughout the scripture. All right. And I really believe God wants to release wealth into the hands of the people of harvest. And he's been doing it. And you have not been reading these praise reports. Go read them on our Change Lives blog. You can see all of what God is doing in the lives of the people connected to Harvest. I love you guys. Pray you have an amazing night. We're three minutes over. I love you. And uh, don't forget Wednesday Night Live, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. I'll give you a preview tomorrow. But remember, the preview, I do it different now. So it'll be posted on social media. All right? I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Go get your seed in the ground. Shalom to you all. Congratulations to those of you that just gave your life to the Lord. Love you. Shalom. Bye, y'all. Good to see y'all. Y'all got these numbers up over here on this Harvest Church Instagram. Good to see you. Love you all. Y'all were in here tonight, LinkedIn and YouTube and all of that. Much love, much love, much love. And Instagram. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.